So we're going to talk about the media in different countries uh, covering the COVID-19. I think it linked back to the first episode we did on the when Michael came back to China and how he was saying that his friends and relatives were calling and like all saying that the coronavirus is created by the US and right. the mm-hmm. media was saying that right away and it's so funny like I think the thing that I find most ironic is just Ray saying that it's, inter- it's good and heartwarming to see them doing the same thing that we are doing over here which I thought was really fun <laughs> it is it's, it's similar kind of stuff that we're doing here and I think from that we bought the motivation to talk about medias in the right and how, how it differs um, I guess depending on what country and especially, especially China and US yeah. is probably pretty interesting um, yeah and then Zulu you mm-hmm. have the input from Vietnam which is something that most people probably um, don't really get the experience Hi, and welcome to Bathroom Stories. My name is Ray. And I'm Vu. And I'm Michael. We are three friends from college who discovered the one place met in the house for solitude ended up being the place we had our best stories. Welcome to our bathroom, and here are our stories. I've been very curious about what's one word that you would use to describe how you feel about the news in your country right now. So let me start. For Vietnamese news, for me, I feel somewhat the word I would use is positive. We have not had any death. The government response have been communicated pretty transparently, I think. And so it creates a sense of security. You know that your government is trying to do something to help in this crisis. They're doing a good job. No one has died yet in the reported news. And that gives people a lot of sense of hope, I think. So that's what I would describe Vietnamese news as for myself right now. How about you, Michael? What do you think of China? Interesting enough, I have very similar feeling. I feel the word I would use is patriotic. Uh, people love country more than any times ever. They are very impressed by the government's uh, actions, how they quickly solved everything. And we are very much controlled and stable. Um, and Ray, how about uh, the, <laughs> the U.S.? U.S.? It's um, panicked. Very panicked. <laughs> um, very... Like irresponsible coverage of the news. One word. One word. One word. Okay, irresponsible. We probably get right, maybe like every five or ten, six minutes, I'll get a notification on my phone of a new news article, um, whether it's Trump said something or whether it's like economic impact or whatever it is. I'll, um, but it's it's rarely positive. It's mostly negative. I'm I'm gonna go with yeah, irresponsible. Or, Sure, neg- negative, sure. Um, <laughs> negative, panicked, irresponsible. One of those three. Sound like a lot of bad. Yeah, yeah a whole, whole bunch of bad. That's funny, comparing the positive notes and the negative notes. <laughs> yeah. Michael um, and you. That's funny. 
I mean, the situation is very different. That's 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 probably the one thing that's. Um... I would say just you are still in the beginning phase. I I remember reading some news in once back in February or January. It's very panicked. Um, negative notes of the government. People are digging sh- their, uh, about what government is doing. Um, mm-hmm. the Red Cross are holding the masks, uh, things like that. So I think it just phases. Uh, I think in China right. because we have a bunch of actions and everything's been controlled. So the the tone is is very much changed by now. But what about Vietnam? Like what kind of things that people are talking about? How positive it is? Um, it is positive in the sense that. I feel that in China and U.S., the connection that the news and the general public has with this COVID nineteen patients are very different from Vietnam. We had less than three hundred cases, um, as of I think yesterday that I checked, and each one is somewhat humanized because they have a story attached to them with the numbers. So you will see news articles saying patient number five hundred. Uh, sorry, not five hundred. It's just said below 300, but say patient number 125 had gone to um, UK, become students, came back, and they would go into like this whole chronicle about going through seven airports to get to home. And that humanizes the story a little bit. You put yourself into that. You feel somewhat shared experience, mm-hmm. right? And in that, you feel that everyone's connected. And I feel like that brings out a positive note in society instead of kind of like going on and hitting people who have different view on you, like at the end of the day, you see you sharing the same like earth planet pandemic experience, right? So I think that the fact that humans come together and kind of like try to pull resources together, make it a positive thing for me. Um, yeah, I think humanizing is the same ideas um, in China as well. Um, other medical uh, medical healthcare workers are largely celebrated. Um, they are all the heroes. We have celebrations of people are passed away because they are saving other lives. Um, um, and we, we, we generally talk more about the virus. Uh, in China right now, we talk about um, how each virus uh, affecting each country, and and I I feel like while I'm reading while I'm in China reading some you know some news notifications in the U.S. I feel a little bit different. Wait, do you do you feel uh, that while in the states? Yeah, I mean, you guys talk about how you feel the news is humanizing um, the virus or the situation. Um, here it's all numbers. Like here it's like, all right, there's this many people got infected here. Um, how many more deaths today? I mean, in New York City, it's like flattened the curve. How many deaths were today compared to yesterday? Uh, it's 700, 800, 600. So it's very, it's very like a numbing experience, not humanizing at all. Um, so probably the opposite in that sense. Um, right. So to be fair, I feel like they have done a really good job. No, I do think they did a good job. And like, yeah. I feel like the story though, like the story of doctor and nurses, mm-hmm. like that's those I have seen. Mm-hmm. I'm really humanizing it. But right. 
uh, the story of the patient. That's what I right. I mean, but the general general tone of this is very like uh, again like numbers, numbers, numbers. How many people are getting sick? Uh, how many masks are being sent, or how many masks, or no, or whatever, whatever it is. It's 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 not. Um, it's not at the stage where we could, because I mean, at least according to the media in China and Vietnam, you guys are at the stage where it's all coming down, it's all like coiling together, and everything's kind of slowing down a bit. Um, whereas, like as Michael said, now we're we're still in the middle of it here, so it's going to be uh, still kind of in the in the middle of the war type situation. Right, um, and I think still um, it's 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 a natural thing, people. Want to talk about, but I I love reading other uh, news in the states that people are sick of a quarantine at home. They want to reopen the the country now. Um, it's right. It's very funny. It's very funny that um, something I wouldn't even think of, or Chinese wouldn't even think of, when you don't have a situation uh, out of control and still thinking of. Um, yeah, reopening the country. Um, right. Um, and do you think that people or like this a lot of talk about reopening the country is anything to do with the re-election that's coming up? Um, do you think any moves uh, the Trump or the other governors are doing are somewhat related to the you know more political action? Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, a lot of people are accusing. Trump for his actions being political motivated, um, which I mean obviously makes sense that he he's been accused early on of trying to restart the economy. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely there's definitely political incentive there. Um, I mean I, I don't think I don't think it's like regardless of if it was a political situation or not, you can't really ignore the fact that the economy needs to restart at some point. Uh, I mean. You know, not saying that uh, it takes precedence over people's lives or safety. Um, so I don't think it's like entirely a politically motivated thing. I think there is there is reason to say that you know, um, for a country to be running smoothly, its, its economy needs to be up and working. Um, and having that you know on hold for multiple months is damaging, regardless of election year or not. Um, but again, when it comes to Trump, it's it's no, there's always there's always the assumption that he's doing it for whatever his own his own motivation his own greed his own re-election his own campaign um, and then at the at the on the other side of that there's people who are attacking Trump to kind of because it's election year so they want they want to take this opportunity to like highlight every one of his mistakes every one of his misfortunes um, and kind of put a spotlight on that too. So it's a whole, it's, it's a, as, as, as far as the coverage concerned of like how reopening the country, it's, it's a, it's a mixed bag. Um, right. I did see news about how America loved the Cuomo brother and their coverage of COVID-19 oh, yeah. and yeah. how uh, Governor Very Newsom, sexy brothers. Uh, yes, right. <laughs> The um, California governor, they say that he acted so swiftly mm-hmm. because he is going to run for president like some couple of years in the future. Yeah. And he wants COVID-19 to be the thing he looked back 
and say, see, I was there. I acted swiftly. This, this is how I deal with the situation. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. Though. It, makes sense. it makes perfect sense. Yeah. No, even, even people are talking about Cuomo 2020 because I'm sure he's, he's well aware of like the situation he's in, that everything he does is, you know, if he wants to run for presidency 2020, it's something that, you know, he could have on his resume. So it's, 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 it's hard to, like any situation like this is impossible to take the political side out of it. It's always going to be a part of it. Um, but like, just because it is election year, it probably gets highlighted even more. Mm-hmm. I can imagine his uh, resume, Cuomo, uh, <laughs> governor of New York, single-handedly uh, <laughs> pulled New York State out of emergency state yeah. during COVID-19 emergency in 2020. <laughs> Not like everybody knows his name. Even in like Japanese news, his name comes up. So like people, people, people know his name around the world now just because of the situation. So it's oh really? Mm-hmm. Some smaller Chinese media or like self-run uh, medias in China, they they are saying Kumo is very late to the game. He he acted too late and now he just trying to save his ass it's a show that he put on for everyone and um they're comparing they're comparing kumo with the with california uh how california closed down the states um and put shelter in place so early the number of cases being very low comparing to nukes yeah they're not, they're not wrong in that sense new york was slow to act um kumo was slow to act um it's actually a very popular view among Chinese. I've seen that a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's popular among Fox News people too. It's not like, a, it's the same, same thing here. Um, which I, I, I could see why there's a correlation. I could see why there's like a similar similar um, correlation there. It takes a pandemic for Fox News to like California. <laughs> yeah. To align views just, with China too. But like, remember yeah. when Trump just got elected? Um, the Chinese are very much pro-Trump. Yeah. They were pro-Trump, yeah, it's true. And Japan was pro-Trump too. Like Japan really likes it when there's Republican in the in the office. Um, but like, is there is there any other response to like the in China? Like, because like there's a lot there's a lot of blaming here in the U.S. of like, oh Wuhan started it. Oh, it's a right. Chinese virus. Oh, it's a whatever. I mean, right. there's a lot, a lot of finger pointing going around here. Um, is that is that something that's going on in China too? Um, in China, it's less about blaming. It's more about we saved two months of time for everyone and people just wasted. <laughs> it's like, a, what were you doing? Why you are not <laughs> taking the opportunity to prepare yourself while we fight so hard for the world to save everyone time? And that's, that's a very big I mean... um, voice in China right now. Um, people t- tend to make fun of the yeah. U.S., it's like I'm just giving you the answer of the homework, and you don't even know how to copy it. <laughs> Lord, I mean that is so funny. They're the one who gave us homework, though. Like we didn't need the homework to begin with. <laughs> In a way, that's true. It's, it's interesting. So, like, it's it's. I mean, it's true. Like, I, I feel like when it, when it first when it was first happening in Wuhan. It was considered, oh, it's a thing in China. It's not something we have to be concerned about, right? Like it was like it was a thing in Asia. It wasn't a thing that was like something most people would be worried about. So nobody really took it seriously. And I'm sure, and that's probably reflected in the media too. The media probably didn't take it 
seriously enough. Neither the government either, and that's why it you know it got to the point it is now. So it's it's not like it's not like um, they're wrong in saying that. I think, uh, but it's probably not the right attitude to have. I mean, I don't know attitude what the word was, right. but it's not, exactly. it's not helpful at least. It doesn't really it doesn't really do it. Uh, uh, and same same with like whatever the, the hateful rhetoric rhetoric we have here. The whole whatever blame trying to blame Wuhan bat soup bullshit that Fox News spreads. Um, none of that's doing anything but fear mongering and like creating hate. So it's not like in that sense, it's a very similar thing. Um, and like what they're doing, it's it's just finger pointing or like just talking shit, talking just. Avoiding avoiding any blame, avoiding any responsibility, and just trying to like pawn it off to like a different country, or in, and in this case, whatever their, their common enemy, or not common but enemy they have. But like, I guess Vietnam doesn't really have a bone to fight with either of those countries. So their common <laughs> is, is what is it? In that sense, are they are they? Um, I mean, did, did, does Vietnam have rhetoric? rhetoric? Like, or do they talk about things happening in China and U.S. or is it most just their yeah. own country? I do see um, Vietnamese news talk quite a bit about the whole Trump versus Cuomo thing. Oh, they do. To be honest, okay. Yeah, they because I feel like it's there's two things going on. One is a fascination with New York. New York has always been a fascinating thing mm-hmm. to people outside of New York. I feel like yeah, if you come to New York, you're like, what the heck, like. <laughs> this is dirty. The train hey, is so hey, hey, hey. slow. It's a beautiful, beautiful scene. <laughs> there's rat, there's rat running in the fucking twenty-four hour subway. That's 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 not talk about that. Um, <laughs> sure, I'll give you that. Like, that's the best part about New York City. Wonderful. What, one of one of the many different topic, anyway, yes. but yes. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So Sorry, but um. <laughs> But yeah, like so, this has fascination about um, New York, and people were already fascinated about Trump. So okay. the whole Trump versus New York has been pretty hot selling news. So I think that yeah, what do you say? No, so it is it is Trump focused. It is is pretty Trump focused. I find it hard to talk about America without talking about Trump at this point. Yeah, that's that's like what I want to talk about too, um, and here like how the news is centered around Trump here. Um, mm-hmm. when like it shouldn't be. I mean, I think I think I, one thing had like a third of news articles. I forget from what from what source, but but a third of new articles from like Washington Post, New York Times, Wall Street Journal mentioned uh, that had to do with coronavirus. Mentioned Trump as like one of the main subjects, which right. he doesn't have anything to do with. I mean, okay, what he does and in, in his his mistakes. Those are important. But what he says, or like what he's promoting, or like it's not all that important in, in the grand scheme of like how we're going to have to like deal with this issue. It, it's it's more of like a it's almost I don't want to say a sideshow, but like because of the information he's giving is like just wrong information, like misinformation, um, like false statements about treatments. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of. He's very good at putting himself in the spotlight, though. He is. Like, today, he just announced that he stopped sending money to WHO. Right, right, exactly. How do you, like, not talk about that, you know? Right. He's always in the news, and it's it's never for, like, the right thing. It's always for, like, something he messed up on. Um, 
and that's, I mean, ever since he's been elected, it, the new like news has always followed him around relentlessly. Um, so right. that's nothing new, but like in a time of pandemic, the news that people want or news that people need in terms of staying safe and staying informed isn't news about what Trump said or isn't news about what Trump didn't do. It's news about oh, okay, uh, here's support that's coming or here here are you know, possible treatments or here or like actual, actual information that people could use. Um, right. So it's, it's interesting to hear that Vietnam is also covering Trump. And I'm, I guess I'm sure China's like that too, Michael. It's funny that some people think it's still pro-Trump at this point. Um, but there's a lot of news that are making fun of Trump in a way that satisfied yeah. Chinese people's needs to make fun of the U.S., no, it's easy target, yeah. So uh, we, we don't, it's, we, we, we're not separating Trump and U.S. We are making them in, together. Um, right. And making right. fun of the U.S. is the, the, the most entertainment for Chinese people. <laughs> because it gives you a, a sense of, in a way, sweet satisfaction, sweet, sweet revenge. They've been shitting on you for this so many years and now yeah they are doing the exact same thing as you and like ray said in one of previous episode it's heartwarming that they're doing the same thing that we're doing <laughs> which it's like a pandemic to you know make you realize what the other side is yeah yeah china and us two sides of the point and also in china we back to how people love talking about the u.s um because it's give us a sense of a satisfaction. Uh, I personally feel Chinese people talk more about, discuss more about the U.S. more than the U.S. Um, people talk about China. I really just casually talk about what's happening in China when I'm in states. But talking about U.S., what's mm-hmm. going on, how badly you are, people are doing in the states is it's mainly every single dinner and family friends yes there will be we'll oh, talk really? about news about um especially right now you, the states is in a very big shithole um it's people are very willing to talk yeah. about this so you're telling me this is a chinese national hobby it's pretty much a chinese national hobby um <laughs> another fun thing a month ago a couple of weeks ago the u.s um release a news asking all the citizens going back to the country. Personally, I think it just simply mm-hmm. ask people to go back because there might be no flights to flying back, which is happening right now. It's purely mm-hmm. out of concern mm-hmm. of bringing yeah. citizens back home safely during this pandemic. Um, but Chinese people are reading this as a, the U.S. is about to like, declare a war between U.S. and China. And it's out of it's out of protection of their citizens' really? safety, um, which is very funny. And I thought this is just like you maybe you know it's a small media side side news um, making fun of the U.S. But a lot of people have asked me, friends, relatives, asking me, how do I think of this piece of news? Um, so it's so it's a pretty prevalent thought. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, it is. Oh, wow. so okay. it's, it's, I, I, I have to explain to them I don't I don't think it's happening because the US is in a really 
dealing with a lot of shit right now. They can, they can't even save their own ass in their own country. Why? But they. What would be the basis for the war? Like, what, 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 what do they think they call it war? Oh, for? like having U.S. Is, U.S. wanting a war between China and U.S. is always around. This idea, this topic is always around Chinese people. Anything about when we talk when the Hong Kong thing happened, the protesting happened. It's about U.S. want to have a war. When the Taiwan thing happened, U.S. wants a war. U.S. wants a war is always a thing in China. Yeah, and really, I don't think people here really think that U.S. would ever go to war with China. Yeah, exactly. Like actually, go to war. Um, like because I don't think I mean I don't think that's that's the thing that will happen, right? I guess it seems just like a. But that's the first idea people came up with when they read that piece of really? one piece of news, <laughs> and especially on that Twitter, I think uh, it's posted on Twitter, and this image of all the uh, all the words of all the citizenship return to U.S. now, and now is all capitalized bold, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, oh it's just very funny um, to see that how people react to that. So how do people react to that? Like, if they believe in this, how are they preparing for this? Like, are they hoarding all the toilet papers in case war broke out and they can't go to the grocery? Like, well, like, how are they dealing? Oh no, people, people, people just talk about it, but not preparing it. <laughs> Yeah, they assume it will happen and that we have confidence in Chinese military force and power. And but we just love talk about it. It's okay, wait, but like if they assume it's gonna happen every single time there's some kind of like incident like Hong Kong, Taiwan, or whatever people's like wouldn't they pick up by now that's not gonna happen or no? They just, just talk about it. That's it. They're like our military is strong enough that they fear us this time. Basically, yes, and time. especially like when the U.S. Uh, deployed um, something in South Korea. Remember last year, we had the same talk as there's gonna be a war. I don't know. I some, some somehow like there's a war between China and U.S. It's very much. You think this is the idea the government kind of has like perpetrated or is it like a, something that the people themselves kind of I think it's, it's the result of both I think it does help yeah. to people you know quote unquote hate the US sure some national pride too exactly yeah. exactly that is insane yeah that's bizarre I feel like Vietnamese don't think that against the US but they definitely think that against China no really yes <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, they're right there. So, like, there's always there's always a threat there. Um, They've been right there for thousands <laughs> of years. <laughs> that's true. But that's just interesting that the Chinese people think that the U.S. is going to war. Like, what? All the English, like, teacher in China, Asia, like, <laughs> all the place going to run back to America. And then go to war. Pick up some weapons, pick up like AKs and head to China. Yeah. Yeah. They already play Call of Duty. Also, you know, the Middle West in the States, uh, people preparing guns for COVID 19. Oh, yeah. Is that a thing? I guess in a way, yeah. 
every before every crisis yeah it's like yeah it's like people just put all really. the all the little bits together that make make the worst um co- ideas more complete and they will just package them all together and share it to people interesting that's crazy but you know it's very interesting right because us is bringing the people back um i see vietnamese um do have advice for vietnamese living in foreign countries to go back as soon as possible and to avoid like being stranded in countries right but at the same time i do see people who come back and got shunned by the community wait why why would get shunned mind-boggling because the reasoning is you were not here when all the like hardship is going on and we're like uh, trying to build our country and all that and now like the and you also left the country because you think that another place will provide you a better quality of life sure but the moment right but the moment something happened you just duck behind your tail and just run straight back to your motherland <laughs> and depend on the motherland for protection and some people are pissed off by that because they were like wait so we're not at time now like not with us in any time now by expecting us to help you, you know? so, wait. and the thing is and the thing is you didn't come back when china is in deep shit you come back when china is safe yes I mean, why would they go back where they're in deep shit, though? That'd, that'd be like, nobody's going to go back. During, I mean, I, I get it. I guess that makes sense. But, like... That's a very American way to think about it. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> no, but like, if it's a middle of pandemic, I'm not going to run back to Wuhan and try to fucking force my right, way through Right, but, like, there. the idea is just, that. like, where were you when we were trying to build the country, but you are the first to come back <laughs> to bring back the virus. <laughs> I feel like... The, so for Vietnam, we get a list of like people and there's a like, imagine a spreadsheet. Uh-huh. Each row is a uh, person who got diagnosed with COVID-19. There's one column in that spreadsheet is, was this person living abroad? Right. Oh, really? And so as you go through, you like you see the transition. You see first is a bunch of red, no, right? And then it's start transitioning into one and two and three of the green, meaning, yes, this person is from abroad. And then you see like a bunch of consecutive row mm-hmm. that all have, yes, these people were from abroad. Like if you look at that data, it's very much indicating that all people are running back yeah. and giving you the impression that they bring the virus back because suddenly every row is a person coming back. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's really easily to soak people in like, yeah, yeah. There's always a sense of, oh, you're like living abroad because you think like you don't leave your country unless you think you have a better life somewhere, right? Sure. And you go with that assumption and now like the moment something happened, you run back and it's just kind of like not ideal. Right. That's a, that's a, actually a very good way to put that. It's you, you, you left the country because you think you will have a better life elsewhere and you're coming back because it's no longer safe. So people doesn't like that idea. The people mm-hmm. are back to patriotic. People love their country, love being patriotic, and they hate people, you know, turn back to other countries in general. Yes. Yeah, I think I, I, I kind of get it. I think I get the idea. 
like it's like it's like if you're like rooting for a really shitty sports team and like you're rooting for the whole time they're shitty and then they get good all of a sudden and then people start like following yeah. that team and the cheering for that team when they're winning you're like yeah what the fuck yeah, exactly. i've been rooting for you since they were shitty yeah, yeah. and now you're yes yeah, yeah. okay i get that um yes yeah. just like the knicks in new york it's exactly what i'm about to say knicks the fucking <laughs> one i swear to god if people join that i'm gonna be so pissed i'm gonna be so mad <laughs> okay i get it i understand completely sure um, but it's, it's still still slightly different from us supporting a sports team, but coming back to your motherland, right? Sure, sure. You're a citizen yeah, of sure. this country. Um, yes. Your, yeah, I get it. Yeah, your yeah. identity is tied with this country. Yeah. And that was it for our stories tonight. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back to serve you with more stories from the Serenity on the bathroom. Till then, like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook page. Share bathroom stories on where you are with us.